Welcome, listeners, to another exciting episode of the Manufacturing Culture Podcast. Buckle up, because today we're taking flight into a whole new stratosphere of workforce development. Our guest is an absolute titan of talent cultivation, and she's a woman who's soaring at the Boeing Company in Mesa, Arizona. She's not just building helicopters. She's sculpting the industry's future with an impressive network of partnerships from high schools to universities, veterans, and external technical affiliations. Let's give a big, warm manufacturing culture welcome to Tiffany Bellows. Now, Tiffany isn't just in the business of producing world-class helicopters. She's also been the architect of Boeing Mesa's first high school development program where four high school CTE students have gotten the chance to be a part of the manufacturing and fabrication magic. Starting from the ground as a financial analyst, Tiffany has climbed up the ranks in her 20-year tenure at Boeing. With four rotation programs under her wings, over 10 different positions across multiple divisions, and leading three pivotal teams, She's shown that her career path has been a steady ascent and a thrilling roller coaster ride. Tiffany is also a proud Sun Devil with a bachelor's degree in finance and a master's of business administration from Arizona State University. Go Sun Devils. But she's not one to rest on her laurels. With her mantra of continuous improvement, she regularly hones her leadership skills by participating in various courses and culture teams. Off the clock, Tiffany is a proud resident of Gilbert, Arizona, where she's scoring touchdowns as a mom of three boys and an active volunteer in the Gilbert Youth Football League. And to mix things up, she loves exploring her neighborhood with her son and their trusty dog, Tucker, on litter picking walks. A trailblazer at work, a champion at home, and a steward of the environment. Is there anything Tiffany can't do? So without further ado, let's dive into the fascinating world of manufacturing culture and discover how Tiffany Bellows is shaping the future of Boeing, one high school student and one helicopter at a time. Strap in, this is gonna be a good one. Hey Tiffany, how are you doing today? Thanks for joining us. Uh, So happy you could be here. Thanks for having me, Jim. I'm excited too. This has been a long time coming. You and I talked, I think in like February or March about having you on. Scheduling was, you know, chaotic with your schedule, my <laughs> schedule. Uh, so I'm glad we're finally here. It's This was one of the longest standing uh, recording sessions. So I'm really excited to finally have you on today and, and have this conversation with you. Me too. Excited to get going. Awesome. Awesome. So Tiffany, what, uh, I mean, our listeners, typically we start off by, you know, background on the company. I don't know if there's any listener out there who has not heard of Boeing. Um, I know that you work in Arizona, which is more the helicopter, the Apache helicopter division of Boeing uh, versus a commercial, which is elsewhere. Um, So what inspired you to pursue a career in workforce development after such a storied career there at Boeing? And what do you find most rewarding about your work in this field? 
Yeah, great question, Jim. Um, so first off, Boeing has been here in Mesa, Arizona for 40 years. We are the home of the Apache helicopter and now the AH-6 Little Bird. So we have a lot of things happening here. Um, great programs, great people. We're almost 5,000 employees um, and, and lots of exciting things and tons of opportunities, which really does lead into the answer of my question, uh, <laughs> of your question. This position really did find me. Um, okay. My leadership team valued my ability to develop partnerships and creatively find ways to grow our workforce. The most rewarding, the most rewarding part for me is helping candidates find their dream job. When I get a LinkedIn message or a text from an employee thanking me for help helping them find their new position, it makes me smile literally ear to ear. <laughs> they put in the work, but I just showed their, shared the opportunity with them. Yeah. Loving the work you do doesn't really make it feel like work, right? And the more employees that feel that way, the happier this workplace will be. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. So how is your experience in, in different positions uh, and rotations at uh, the Boeing Mesa facility shaped your approach to developing those talent pipelines and building a strong company culture there? So I've been an engaged employee here only at Boeing Mesa for almost 21 years. And August will be my anniversary. Okay. Um, the varying disciplines and business units have helped me witness assorted styles of leadership, different views of how we run the business, and diverse cultures at Boeing sites across the country. I've luckily had the um, opportunity to travel and visit many of those sites across the country. That's awesome. So here in, here in Mesa, we have such a strong family culture. Everyone here is super helpful. We're so open to supporting one another volunteering to lead a project and having fun. I think a lot of it has to do with the culture of Arizona and how it's always been kind of a melting pot, right? Made up of residents from other states. Yeah. People move here and they make new friends, which eventually become like family to them. And Boeing Mesa is a mini example of that through and through. Absolutely. And, and it's, it's wild. I mean, it, professionally, I'd never seen a Hawaiian shirt in a facility uh, before I came to uh, Arizona. So, yeah, I, I get it. It's a it's a very unique place, but I, I'd agree. I think that lends to uh, that kind of unique culture uh, for for some of the organizations that call this home. Right. So speaking of shirts, Jim, just FYI, today is Friday. We're recording this on Friday and it is a uh, red Friday. So we remember everyone deployed, which is R-E-D. Um, so you'll see a lot of red shirts around the site on Fridays. I'm wearing mine today. Awesome. I <clears throat> now I need to add this to like the the prep work for because I am not wearing red and I feel <laughs> woefully unprepared. So I need to start asking are there theme days on Fridays? And if so, when we record, what is your theme? Okay, I like it. Um, I will remember that. If I ever come visit you on a Friday, I will wear red. Good, good idea. <laughs> Can you talk more about the high school development program you helped implement at Boeing Mesa? And uh, how has this program impacted both the students involved and the company as a whole? Well, what an undertaking. <laughs> <laughs> Boeing, Boeing Mesa has never hosted high school students for more than just a tour before. Um, and since we already have enterprise-wide college internship program, mm -hmm. I wanted this program to be for students who weren't planning on attending college right away. 
I learned about Elevate Ed AZ's model and fell in love with it. They have CTE career coaches embedded in the high schools and the program framework already laid out. We just needed to say yes. So my initial strategy was for manufacturing and fabrication to host these students. Initially, I wanted to start small with maybe one or two interns, uh, but I had four, four shops raise their hands. They were very excited to participate. The planning and management team learned so much as we worked through these requirements, interviewing, contracting, training, and managing high, schools, high school students on second shift. The students are on the shop floor, part of the team, getting hands-on experience of our manufacturing and quality processes and systems. They also have numerous opportunities to practice communication, time management, and networking skills in the workplace. I personally meet with them twice a month, and I invite engineers and pilots to be guest speakers. The students have even had a chance to fly the Apache in our simulator. Wow. It has been such a great learning experience, not only for the students, but the teams and managers here on site. Everyone is excited to host the next round, which we just uh, announced we will have seven next year. So we're moving on up from four this year to seven. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. And <clears throat> I, I mean, yes, I'm a huge fan of Elevated myself. Uh, I think it's something that's been missing in Arizona. Uh, for the last couple of years and, and just a, an amazing program overall. Um, <clears throat> but I want to talk about that uh, simulator. Is that something I could get into if I came out and did a tour with you? We'll see, Jim. We'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who do you have to know to fly an Apache simulator? Come on. Obviously me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so Tiffany, how do you approach building par these partnerships, uh, with different organizations and, and institutions across Arizona to create that network of support for your workforce development efforts? And, and what have you found to be some of those, uh, most effective strategies that might be able to be replicated across the industry? Yeah, this is a, this is a good question, Jim. So, um, first I find out what their needs are or the type of workforce they can support. Mm. So then, so you know, find out information from them. Then I share what we do here at Boeing Mesa, and already my head is starting to formulate a partnership or a plan, and then I share how we can partner. Some common options are internships, of course, career fairs, classroom presentations, on-site tours, panel participation, et cetera. <clears throat> my first month in this position, which was only over a year ago, I drafted five strategic pipelines where we should partner or develop programs. You mentioned a few of them in my introduction. Um, those five are community colleges and tech schools, universities, high schools, military, and diversity conferences. Mm. Our partnership with Elevate Ed AZ, Mesa Public Schools, and the community colleges have been the most fruitful. It's a delicate balance between pipelines for manufacturing and engineering since the degree requirements are so vast. Sure. We have so many different types of jobs here at Boeing Mesa that our future workforce really can come from any source, offering a wide variety of skills and experience. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, kind of a follow-up to that, how has Boeing Mesa uh, adapted to that changing workforce landscape of the last couple of years? And, uh, and what steps have you taken to uh, attract and retain that top talent? Uh, maybe beyond the, this high school development program, or, or is that, uh, 
you know, your main purview, I guess. Yes, it is. In addition to um, to another position that Boeing Mesa Leadership created. Um, so my position is titled Workforce Stability Leader, and then I report to our culture and engagement leader. Um, and she focuses internally to reinvigorate our culture and increase recognition options. And I focus externally to attract our future workforce. Uh, we both partnered together in addition with our community investor and our government operations focals as well to make sure that we're all stitched in with what's happening locally and across the state um, from a government perspective and um, you know corporate investing partnership perspective. Sure. In addition to my position, the fabrication team has identified um, some high-performing employees and, and stood up a fabrication workforce team. So um, my partner in crime, Georgia Papa, leads that team for the whole country. And wow. she has a, a couple of focals here um, in Arizona, Paul Perkins and Jenna Byrne, that really do help me out with that um, community college and high school partnerships, um, really targeting that, you know, the technician role, um, any of the roles that we would be hiring for one of our three centers of excellence, um, electrical, composite, and metals. And I would be remiss if I wouldn't give a shout out to my BCA workforce uh, partners up in Washington. Um, they've been uh, fighting this good fight for way longer than I have. I've been learning from them and, and hope to replicate some of their amazing efforts that they do up in Washington um, down here in Arizona as well. Awesome. Sounds like a Perfect. heck of a great team. So let's let's focus on uh, culture for a little bit here. Um, <clears throat> Can you share any success stories of, of certain individuals or teams that you have worked with who have uh, really excelled in their careers thanks to uh, the workforce development initiatives and strong company culture there at Bone? Yeah, so um, in addition to my high school students, which are also um, just so fantastic and that program is, is so great, um, Boeing also participates in the Department of Defense's Skill Bridge program. Hmm. This program allows military service members who are within six months of active, active duty release to participate in training and development with industry. Uh, so Boeing has an enterprise team that manages the portal of thousands of applicants we receive across the country. Since I started this, in this position over a year ago, I've helped six veterans find a hosting manager, personally match them with a hosting manager, and they've all received full-time offers. Today was actually a great day. I had my I had two hires uh, start today. Uh, and, and so in addition to those other four, they all love it here. They That's love sharing awesome. their successes with their former military buddies, their spouses, and and, and really um, other veterans on site as well. That's awesome. <clears throat> and I mean, that's one of the easiest ways to bridge that skills gap, right? Is to create a, a culture that is inviting to people. So they go out and talk about it and then you mm -hmm. get more applicants, right? I mean, that's Correct. that's really amazing. That's awesome. Correct. So uh, what advice would you give to other companies looking to prioritize uh, those kinds of workforce development uh, efforts and build a positive, supportive culture uh, for their employees? 
So first step would be to dedicate resources to this new endeavor. <laughs> um, it, is, it is a team effort to move this mountain, but dedicating one to two people that can shape the strategy, form partnerships and lead initiatives is paramount. Make sure. it their full-time position. Uh, to further shape the pipeline, they'll need to define the skill set they need. If it doesn't exist naturally externally, create training that students or adults changing careers can get prior to employment. Introductory hands-on classes offered via CTE programs at the high schools or career college and prep schools or even community colleges is a great way to shape a pipeline. Once it's established, recruiters can point interested candidates to that class. Um, then your workforce team can go and share opportunities with those students mm -hmm. and then let the hiring process take over from there whenever staffing needs exist. Awesome. So uh, one of the things that you talked about in, in that last answer was uh, uh, trainings, right? And, and so when I look at the technology that's, that's being developed uh, in this industry and the future of what this industry looks like, how has technology impacted uh, workforce development in the manufacturing industries? And, and what steps has Boeing taken to stay current and innovative in that area? So this probably isn't the type of answer you're looking for, but from a, from a technology perspective, um, I think the biggest impact on, on workforce and culture initiatives is really social media. Um, it, it's not the technology we're using to um, develop or put the aircraft together. It, it really is um, the social media um, and, and recruiting and that workforce development piece. So um, before I took over this position, we revamped our Facebook page. It's called One Mesa, One Team. Go ahead and follow us. Um, and we've shifted more towards LinkedIn about <laughs> sharing all our great workforce efforts and highlighting open requisitions. Um, LinkedIn has been fantastic to connect with such a large, diverse audience of potential candidates and workforce partners. That you. It's not that I didn't want that answer. It's just that <laughs> not the answer that I expected, right? I, when people I think don't really about, have an answer for the technology piece of it. Yeah, so. but I, I, I think that's absolutely fascinating that when when you who's developed this program and, and implemented such a, a valuable program, the technology you think of is social media and, and it's it's surrounding the people strategies and the humans that that are part of the organization and not necessarily the processes or the profits. And, and I think that's right. fascinating and, and really cool. Right, for sure. Um, so <clears throat> what kind of challenges or obstacles have you faced when implementing this program um, and, and how have you overcome them? Well, most challenges have been good ones so far, good. like having more qualified candidates than we can hire. Really? Uh, staffing, needs, staffing needs can fluctuate. So figuring out what to say to candidates that have maybe taken a boot camp at the community college or haven't found the right requisition to apply to has been challenging. Uh, developing these new talent pipelines are often uncharted territories, which mean that processes are undocumented. But having a strong sense of where you want to go will help shape the how you get there, even though no one has done it until now. 
So Tiffany, how does Boeing Mesa measure success of this program, other workforce development initiatives, and what metrics, if you can tell us, do you use to track that progress? Our overall goal is to have primed talent pipelines for when we have staffing needs. It's also a balance between brand awareness and immediate staffing needs. So increasing awareness within our local community that Boeing is here in Mesa, the more candidates will apply, whether that be now or in the future. We have been more invited to more career fairs and classroom presentations than probably ever before. So that sure. is definitely a testament that the Valley knows Boeing is here. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. And that's where you and I met right way back mm -hmm. at Westwood high school earlier this year and yep. seen each other at a couple other events, uh, throughout the course of this last semester. So, uh, look forward to working with you in the next school year as well. Um, yep. so how, how do you ensure that company culture uh, is inclusive and welcoming to employees, uh, from diverse backgrounds, and experiences. And by you, I mean more the royal you, um, mm -hmm. you know, you and, and Boeing. This is the primary goal of our culture and engagement leader. Uh, she plans frequent engagement activities, various forms of recognition programs, and works with our nine resource groups to plan events on site. This includes friendly team competitions such as cornhole, pickleball, basketball, uh, resource groups here at Boeing are voluntary, employee-driven groups committed to enriching and strengthening Boeing's culture through their communities and allies. They are open to everyone and a great way to learn more about other cultures or plan events with those sharing a common background. Resource groups are a fun way to expand your network and get exposure to site leadership. Awesome. Awesome. So, Tiffany, uh, we've talked a lot about the high school development program. Um, but can you talk about any specific training or development programs that Boeing offers to help employees advance in their careers and reach their full potential for those current employees? Sure thing. Uh, so manufacturing and fabrication positions start off with two weeks of Boeing certification training. Once the technician is assigned to a program, they get paired with a mentor who assists them on the shop floor. They then go through our structured on-the-job training program that's made up of three parts. Demonstrate okay. the task, build the task together, then build on their own. And these steps are repeated until the technician shows proficiency. Besides these amazing continuing education benefits that Boeing provides, AKA tuition assistance is available on day one of hard batch hire. Oh, wow. uh, Mesa participates in almost every development rotation program, including one that's homegrown. The career opportunity program, AKA COP is a two year program that provides personal development opportunities plus job rotations into an office environment. So it's a great program for manufacturing and fab employees to rotate to a job they're interested in that fits the degree they're obtaining um, off, off the shop floor. That's awesome. There are also entry-level rotation programs for finance, quality, HR, and IT, to name a few. And as employees progress through their careers, they can apply for the Leadership Next program. 
This is a two-year development program for high-performing and high-potential non-managers who aspire to move into formal or technical leadership. Awesome. That's so cool. Uh, so how have, have you fostered a sense of community and teamwork among those employees? Uh, and, and why is that important to uh, the overall success of the organization? Well, first and foremost, all levels of employment, employees and management have to be engaged for this to be successful. Yeah. Culture change is hard and it takes everyone being on the same page for it to work. We've created a new operating rhythm here where site leadership shares events, priorities, staffing projections, development programs, et cetera, to ensure that all leaders are in the know and getting help where needed. Our employees are also ready to engage again, and it shows they're ready to get out there and share the great things we're doing here at Boeing Mesa. They have been all in when it comes to on-site competitions and volunteering on and off-site for tours or school visits. That's so cool. And, and I will say culture change is hard. Um, and it really, it's something that has to be lived on every level of the organization or else it doesn't work. Right. Um, whatever that culture ends up being for individual organizations, right. What, what may be a good culture for you, uh, may not be the best co culture for me and vice versa. It's all about those values and, and it's really neat to see you guys, pulling and grabbing and, and uh, aligning with so many different people on the values between the organization, the leadership team, and and people out on the shop floor and the technicians. That's really neat. Um, mm -hmm. So Tiffany, I, I, I just have a couple more questions. Uh, how do you ensure that the skills and knowledge uh, that employees gain through workforce programs are aligned with the current and future needs uh, of the organization? We created a people utilization board and that the job of that board is to ensure that our internal partnership is strong first. Uh, we meet every month and it keeps the workforce and development needs in the forefront of everyone's mind. Leaders are sharing staffing needs and I as the workforce stability leader am creating partnerships outside of Boeing to fill those needs. Right on. That's awesome. So Tiffany, the last question that I have for you is, is there any parting comments that you want to make uh, to, to our guests? <laughs> um, let's see. I'd say parting comments, Jim, is, is, uh, is, you know, throw the box away, right? Not just yeah. think outside the box, but throw the box away. Um, I was a leader of the recognition team as part of a culture team a few years ago before COVID happened. And we consulted, we took, we had focus groups for the site to figure out how they wanted to be recognized, right? It's how you're gonna change the culture or shift the culture is, is gonna come from your employees, not from leaders sitting around a boardroom table. Um, so I put together programs in place that uh, gave the people what they wanted, that, how they wanted to be recognized. And I did it for no money because awesome. most, most recognition that employees want um, doesn't cost any money and that will shape, that will shape your culture. Um, and, and not just, so that's the retain part, right? Mm -hmm. um, but the attract part is, is sharing what you're doing um, externally, sharing all those new partnerships, having people come on site and, and 
you know, school camps or suppliers or what have you, having them tour your site, showing them, show the awesome things you're doing, and then show the employees that you're doing those things because those things get ex employees excited again. Yeah. Um, they get excited about what they're doing and the impact they're having. Um, and, and the more they're, so it kind of ties into the attract, right? And then the more um, excited employees you attract and hire, you know, that that's contagious. It'll start to spread. So, Absolutely. Um, you know, throw the box away, find that one person in your organization that really has a, a true passion for this yeah. and, and let, and let them run with it. I love it. That's a great message. And uh, absolutely uh, proven fact that if you l let the employees steer those efforts, uh, you'll ultimately win. Um, and that's awesome. Thanks for that. Um, so folks, there you have it. That's a wrap on uh, another awesome episode of the Manufacturing Culture Podcast. We have been privileged to spend time today with the inspiring Tiffany Bellows, diving deep into the fascinating world of workforce development. Thank you, Tiffany, so much for being on today. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you, Jim. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. From taking off at Boeing Mesa to launching their first high school development program, we got an insider's view of the strategies and tactics that make Tiffany a force in her field. We discussed the powerful partnership she's built, the changing landscape of the workforce, and the importance of diversity and inclusion in the workplace. It's clear that Tiffany is always looking to the horizon, ready for the next challenge. Are you ready for a replay or want to explore other episodes? Just fly on over to manufacturingculturepodcast.com to find recent episodes and more. You can also find the entire back catalog on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. And if you enjoyed our journey today, we'd love for you to share this episode with your friends and colleagues. It's not for our ego. It's for the algorithms of all the podcast platforms. When I get a rating, it launches us up the charts and more people listen. Um, it keeps us motivated to continue bringing you these conversations and stories and journeys from leaders across our, our awesome industry. So that's all for today, folks, but we're already gearing up for our next adventure. Until then, have a great day and keep making things.